Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about communicating to somebody who is tired. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here, happy that you found us. And if you've been here before, please write a review. We need good reviews. We've been doing this for this is our seventh year. Please spread the word. We are helping people become intentional communicators, communicating clearly and concisely, thoughtfully. Um, as you may know, I've written a book called Brief and also a book called Noise. Those two books are what feed this podcast. Brief created a series of programs called The Brief Lab. You can find that at thebrieflab.com. And also the book Noise created a new series of programs called Quiet Works. And you can find information at quiet-works.com. On both of those sites, by the way, we've launched new like free surveys. So for Quiet, there's a Quiet Quiz, How Noisy Is Your Environment? And on the brieflab.com, there's a quiz called uh, the Brief Communication Assessment Survey. I would recommend you take both of those just to understand where you're at as you listen to this podcast if you haven't already. So last week, we talked about communicating to somebody who's really smart. Think about you talking to Albert Einstein or... You're talking to know, Bill Gates or some you know, genius physicist, whomever. And really the point there was slow down. The conversation is going to go really fast. Let them talk. So think about today in our topic today is people are tired. And it happens way more than we think that we're talking to people that are just tired. While, while you're listening to this podcast, I want you to listen like you're tired. Just like, I'm so tired. And it could be I'm physically tired, like I have just, um, like I, maybe I just worked out or I've just, you know, been traveling. Maybe it's I'm emotionally tired, like I've just got a million things going on in my life and I just am getting tugged in every which way. Maybe just mentally tired, like I've been working very hard all day, focusing. I've been in meetings. I've been in presentations. I've been talking to people, trying to solve problems. It's toward the late of the late in the afternoon, and it's just I'm just tired. I don't want to let on to that fact that I'm tired, but I'm tired. And you start to think about that, what that feels like to be tired. And the point of this podcast is, how do you how do you want people to communicate to you when you're like that? Why am I talking about this now? Well, last week I talked about, well, if you communicate to someone who's really smart, what would you be thinking and doing? And then recently I was just, it was late in the afternoon, honestly. And I'm working on a bunch of different things and, and somebody's talking to me and it was late in the afternoon. It was like, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock. And I just started noticing things in that conversation. Um... I wasn't like super exhausted or I wasn't like emotionally frayed or, you know, mentally, you know, unempty. It was just that my mind was wandering. Um, I started getting a little bit annoyed. And I was talking to a person that actually I don't find to be annoying or hard to follow. Um, I wanted the conversation to end. <laughs> I just wanted it to be over. Like... Um, I wanted. I didn't want to show it, so I didn't want it, the person to know to notice or know that I was tired. 
because I didn't want to let on that, hey, I'm leading here and I, I'm, I'm always, and, you know, leaders, you don't want to show that you have a weakness or you have a difficulty, but, you know, people get tired. We get tired. It happens. It happens way more often than we, than we want to admit. And we walk up to people and we think they're always fresh and they're always ready to go and they've got a full tank and they've got nothing going on in their life and they're physically fit and ready to go and high energy and, and they're mentally, you know, clear and everything is just spot on and tight and good and <laughs> they can focus and listen forever and they're at their best. Um, but that's not the case. You know, people travel. Imagine like at the end of a long trip, you've got jet lag. After a long day, I think this is probably the more, more common scene. Like you think about yourself at, at the end of a long day, an intense day, maybe a great day. Maybe there's a lot of stuff, good stuff going on. But you're kind of in this mindset of like, I'm just tired. I just want to go home. And, and what that feels like. Um, so as we go through this, now you're in this mindset of like, hey, I'm tired. Now I want you to think about how you communicate to somebody like that. The first thing out of the gate is now that you've thought about what that feels like, maybe your mind is wandering. Maybe you want the conversation to end. Maybe you're starting to get angry or annoyed. Maybe um, you're starting to fidget a little bit. Maybe you're doubting yourself. Maybe um, you're starting to, f like your mind is racing towards like what's wrong with me. And but you're in the conversation, you're talking to a person. Um, can you read people in that moment? Can you start noticing that this is the case? Maybe the person starts to fidget. Maybe they start asking questions that aren't the right question. Maybe they're um, feeling a little antsy, or maybe they're just lethargic and they're just kind of slow to respond. Or, you know, can you read them? Can you look at their eyes? I've never been a huge, huge expert <laughs> in believer in body language because I think it can be very misleading. You know, people are nodding when they probably want to nod off. But can you read people a little bit? Can you be self-aware? Can you be aware of the situation that you're in? It, again, it happens way more than we think it happens. We, we live in a world now where it's exhausting mentally, emotionally to consume information, to generate information all day long. Just think about the world that you live in and how hard it is. It depletes. It really does deplete. That's why I wrote Noise, to help people manage all that. Because if you do it all day long, it, it really does deplete you. It takes, sucks the life out of you at times. Next thing is if you can read people, can you adjust? Can you pivot? That might mean changing it up. Like I've got all this to say and I just start to see it happens and I can adjust in that moment. Can you anticipate that this would happen? For as logical and simple as it may sound, if you know a person has just got back from a long trip and this is the and, and they're just getting back through all the work, they're probably going to be tired. Or if it's at the end of a day and the person's been in meetings all day long, they're probably not going to be fresh. Can you anticipate this happening? I, I suggest to people like when you meet with people, meet with them that's what is best for them. Because when you're when you're tired, 
you're tired and you're not going to be receptive. It, they're going to hear the message in a different way. So if you can anticipate it, maybe this is not the time. And it, this happens towards the end of the day where everything starts to, it's sort of like, it's sort of like a big pile up. And everybody starts to hit you up towards the end of the day. And it's like, if this is really important, maybe anticipating that this is not the best time would be finding a different time. Or if you can see that it's happening, can you change a little bit? So maybe if it's a heavy topic, can you lighten up a little bit or can you personalize it? Or maybe you can trim it down and, and just and cut all the pieces. Like when I was in that conversation and I wanted it to be over, what was making me annoyed was the person didn't necessarily recognize, hey, it's five o'clock. I've been cranking all day long and working on stuff and we're talking about something and it's just like I need to trim and tighten here to get me out of that conversation so that I can go on to the next thing and maybe the next thing is just going home. So don't be oblivious. This this happens a lot. It happens at the end of the day. It happens when people get back from long trips. It happens when people have got a lot going on in their personal life. Um, maybe there's a person's tired for, for physical reasons. Maybe they're going through, there's a health issue, whatever. But we have to talk to them differently. Um, and at times, if it's really noticeable, acknowledging it, not with not being mean or even weird. You don't have to say, like, hey, you look really tired. <laughs> I remember that years ago, somebody said that that's a really passive-aggressive way of telling a person they look, they look bad. You look tired. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, tell me what you really think. Um, it really gets people on their heels, so I probably wouldn't say that. But um, just acknowledging, like, hey, I know it's the end of the day and you got a lot of stuff, you know, to do and maybe this is the better. Let's revisit this tomorrow morning. And the, the idea here, though, is when you're talking to somebody who's in that state, you have to, like, really accept it. Don't fight it. Don't ignore it. Um, the person's going to be different. And it happens to us way, way more than we think. It happens to people all the time, and they don't let on. So we have to be more aware that it's happening and lighten their load. It's at the end of the day, it becomes, um, I think, a matter of concern. You know, I remember working for somebody who was just really a worker. I mean, they were just a holy cow. They have a capacity to work. And the temptation is, well, they can do that all the time. You know, they can, they can operate at high RPM, high velocity, high, high throughput, you know, just maximum capacity from 7 in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. They never have a, you know, they never slow down. And I think that that's just not realistic. For as talented and for as motivated and, and exceptional that person was, they have moments in their life and in their day, typically more towards the end of the day or the end of the week, where I have to throttle back a bit and I have to make the conversation shorter, maybe talk about things more in their personal life, give them a chance to transition, give them a chance to get out of the conversation entirely and just like revisit it. Like just say, anticipating like, you know what, you've, you've had a long week and we can, this can wait to Monday. Just think if you're that person, you're like, if somebody said that to you, this has been a long week, it's been a long day, this can wait till tomorrow. 
just stop and think, like, how would you, you know, you're listening like you're tired. How would you take that? What would you think of me if I said that to you? You're like, thank you so much. That's really thoughtful. Because it has been a long day, and I am tired, and I do want to go home. I don't want to have another long conversation. I've been fighting this all day long, and that's what we do. We're doing it, and people that we work with and work around are doing it. We're fighting it all day long. This is why I wrote noise. It's like when you communicate in an environment that's noisy, it's it's tiring to people. And we don't want to be a source of making them more tired. So when you're communicating to someone who is tired and you can acknowledge it, you can adjust, and you can adapt, it can make an enormous difference for them because you're taking weight or pressure. You're lightening the load for them, which is really great at the end of the day. I mean, it's an argument for being brief, for sure, right? Um, And there's many other arguments like we talked about last week. They're really smart or, but in this case, they're really tired. So that's enough for today's topic. You get it. You're tired of hearing more. I'm done. Sorry. Just saying. 